Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads, episode 210. Alan, how are you doing? Good. 210 episodes later, feeling good. I know. And I was still asking you about how I should set up the microphone. It's <laughs> only 209 episodes that we've completed. <laughs> and once again, I still am not knowing how to do this stuff. Okay. Um, very, very interesting show tonight. We have Joe Zanatelli. And let me tell you about Joe. Joe has a company that teaches good men the art of good sex. So tonight we are talking the art of of good sex. So I'm pretty sure people are going to want to tune into this one. <laughs> Just the title alone. Yeah, I know. So let me give a little bit of an intro. Um, so Joe and his wife, Jenny, recently co-founded this company called Spires Man. Um, and like I said, it, 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 this is what it teaches to men. He's a retired electrical engineer with 25 years experience and has an executive MBA from UCSD and holds five U.S. patents. So he's no slouch. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He actually, you know, he, he, he's got some good stuff here. Yeah. What's interesting is over the last seven years, he has been exploring sexuality, spirituality, and consciousness. So he then started teaching classes. He's coaching men about their sexuality. And for the last three years, uh, he's a certified orgasmic meditation trainer and coach. So we are going to find out what that means <laughs> yeah. um, and how well, we can benefit. Yeah. And how we can benefit from the information that he has. So, Joe, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jason <laughs> and Alan. It's really great to be here. It's awesome. So I got to ask, you're an engineer for 25 years. How do you switch over and get into this line of work? This is not the normal thing for an engineer to do. No, it's not. It was like a big transition for me, too, and a hard one to go through. Yeah. But uh, I was, like I said, engineer for 25 years. But during that time, I was married for 22 years to my first wife. Okay. Um, and unfortunately for us, we didn't know what I learned in the past seven years. So our relationship... Um, so you're taking some some ownership of that. Oh gosh, yeah. Got it. Total yeah. ownership. That like we just did not have the intimacy that we really wanted in the relationship. Okay. So um, we ended up getting a divorce, and shortly um, that was around 2012. And shortly after that, I went through a transition where I was looking at my work and realizing, you know what? Like all of this doesn't really mean much. You're talking about the engineering, the engineering part. Yeah, the engineering part. Like, like I was, I was working at a top company here in San Diego. I could have done any project I wanted to in cellular phones. I had a team of people, but nothing I could do really kept me interested anymore. And that's amazing because I was so excited to be an engineer. I love sure, how things sure. worked. But what happened was it no longer was how things work that interest me. It was like, how are we working as people? Sure. What is going on inside of us? How come I can't have the relationship that I knew was possible that I knew I wanted? So the divorce sort of like brought this on. I mean, is yeah. that because you're kind of like, okay, what am I doing with my life? How am I, how am I dealing with the people around me? I mean, I'd probably start to question a lot of things. Question and, a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So, okay. So then you continue. I mean, you, you're an engineer, you decide you, you're going through this divorce and you say, okay, I've got to figure out how these, how this works. Yeah. Hey, why not choose sexuality? Is that? <laughs> yes. That's like, kind of how like it happened. That was my, my, 
part of my driving force mm -hmm. was my like, and I think it's a lot driving force for a lot of people mm -hmm. is like our innate desire for that level of intimacy and connection. Now it was deeper down, so I didn't think, oh, I want to go out and get a degree in sexuality, I first started with, well, what do I want to do instead? And I actually went down a path. I took a life coaching certification for a year from a woman here, Fern Gorn in San okay. Diego. And then I went through transformational workshops like WorldWorks. It's kind of like a landmark or sure. Tony Robbins, right? Um, and uh, I did those for a year. Amazing, like amazing transformation even through all did of Did you those. quit your job at that point or did you, you still had your job but you were kind of yeah, doing was, this on the side? I did my job for another <laughs> A couple years and then I and then I stopped my job. So okay. that's about when I retired. I had finished up the transformational workshops. I'm like, all right, I, I can coach. I can do this thing. Um, so I started. So that's when I left work in 2014. Okay. And um, what I noticed was what I all the things I was doing were helping me become a better person and transforming my my way of thinking about the world. Like, oh, I'm create. I'm the creator of all of this. Like, um, like. Like, it's my intention that's so important. But in the end, none of them touched that spot in me that was like, oh, and this is how you relate to women. This mm -hmm. is how you have the intimate relationship you want. Okay. Um, and then um, – And yeah. I – sorry to interrupt. But were you – did you date – after that or was it sort of this was kind of through all of that you were kind of trying to figure out and say well now I'm single again that's got to be hard after being married for 22, you know, 22 years. years I thought I like had how some to, game yeah. and then I was yeah. like no, no I mean, yeah you lose your game after a little took bit took me yeah. two years to go and date and I, asked, I would ask okay. women and like go through and you had children stuff. too I have so. two kids yeah and okay. that's why I'm here too I have yeah, two yeah. kids my son is 14 my daughter's 10 okay um, so I was um yeah, I was trying to date. And then finally, I, I, I wrote, read a book. Uh, it was called uh, Cockfidence. I hope <laughs> I can say that on here. Yeah, yeah. It's called Cockfidence, right? And it's this whole thing like, get confident, man. And it was just like this rally cry of like, just do it. You can do it. Sure. So I'm like, uh, and then I started dating. And I, I met this woman in dating. It was a, a great relationship. It was super great. I loved it. Um, and it was fun. But there was this underlying thing. I was like, oh, but I don't, I'm not really that into her. Like, I was just there for that, that sex element. Sure. And, I, and after I dated her for a while, I'm like, there's no way. I left a marriage of 22 years just for this. There's got to be even more than this. There's got to be more than just even good sex or a lot of sex. Right. And uh, and that's when I stumbled upon uh, the company called One Taste. Okay. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about that experience. I mean, was this something you said, you know, you had heard about it and then like went to one of the meetings or sort of how does that come about? Like, yeah. it's like, oh, hey, I'll, I'll check it out. I have heard about it. I mean, I've, I've seen it in the news and I've, I've read about it. Yeah, they've been a lot around in the news and, and yeah. even around uh, a lot now. Um, so this is how it happened for me. Um I started manifesting in my mind the intention, this intention, like there's got to be more. Um, and then I, I start, so first comes my intention, and then I start seeking. And as I seek, I just see what's coming up, what's coming up. And this thing came up to go to this meetup, went to the meetup, and they started talking about orgasmic meditation. And I said, what the heck is this crazy thing? So, <laughs> But I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> I'll check it out because I'll tell you what it is. It's crazy good. <laughs> it's, it's a 15-minute practice, right, mm -hmm. where a man strokes the clitoris of a woman for 15 minutes with no goal other than to feel what they feel. And the man stays fully clothed. 
And the woman only reveals herself from the waist down. Got it. And, and do you know these people or these are people you don't know? Well, they're usually people you, you know. Okay. But at the time so I was So you go as a couple single. or you were single? Okay, I was you were single, single at okay. the time because I wasn't dating yet. And my then girlfriend that I was dating, she actually was adverse to it. She didn't really like the idea. Got it. But um, I took the leap of faith saying, no, this is somehow revolutionary. This, not even the practice alone, but the company, what they were teaching. Because the people there, the men and the women, they had something that I could feel that I wanted. Mm -hmm. So I, I took the leap and I started to um, do this practice. And at the time I was single. So there was other people in, I guess you call it community. Um, we have a Facebook page for people who have the practice to, to log in. And, and, and so I met people that way who would also have the practice, but I didn't have a lot of partners. I would have a partner and we'd arrange like, Hey, we're not dating, but like, do you want to have this practice together? And we would do it. Um, and I ended up taking, um, um, six months into it. I took the one taste coaching program. Okay. It's a 10 month um, so that you program. can teach the classes. Yeah, I wanted to become okay. a coach. So it, would, it was 10 months. In my coaching program, there was 160 people. Wow. Half men, half women. All of us were interested in the dynamics of sexuality and female sexuality and like uh, interactions and that whole dynamic. How many 25-year veteran engineers were there in this group? Um, maybe <laughs> maybe another one. No, there, there were some other techie guys. But it was crazy. The range went from 22-year-olds like, to um, there was like women that were 65 in the, in the coaching program. This is uh, separate from like tantrism. It's not really the same thing, right? I imagine there's some some similarities, but there's probably a, a varying difference of what you have here. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's quite a bit different because tantra is more, uh, as I understand it, energy moving and like gazing in the eyes and breathing and circulating this like energy. But this is actually like finger on clit right so there's actually stroking going there um and it's 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 more intimate and connected that way mm -hmm. interesting um yeah so i took the coaching program and that taught us basically so much about sexuality about vulnerability about how to be honest about desire does it also comes from a woman's perspective in the sense that i mean the founder is a woman you're yeah. the, the women are the people who are the receivers because I'm, I'm understanding it doesn't go both ways. In other words, they're not doing meditation to you. Correct. Uh, so this is a, it, it's, it's a, a one way, it's, it's a one way practice, but it allows the men to sort of understand the women better. And this is where you sort of begin to understand how they operate in a sense. I don't know if that's right. a good, good way of putting it, but <laughs> no, it is really good. So this is why I like this so much because, um, what it gave is a place to actually practice, mm -hmm. right? Like a safe place, a safe place. Yeah, you know, and to to sit in in the nest that they call it, right? To sit in the nest and uh, just have fifteen minutes where there's no goal anymore. I don't. I don't. She doesn't have to climax. I don't need to be good at it. I I don't. I can slip up, you know, um, and just have fifteen minutes. To be with my feelings mm -hmm. and be with this woman without a goal was, yeah, it was. It was and the practice, because really here's the interesting thing is that, you know, you can be with 15 different women and uh -huh. 15 different women like different things. Uh huh. 
but this is a very specific practice and Correct. they all like it. Is that kind of how, I mean, it's, mm. it's one, you know, that's, what's interesting to me is that, you know, if, if you've dated and you did like, you know, w- women respond to you differently, there's different, but this is like very, very specific. It's routine. Mm-hmm. It's, um, there's like instructions. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's this is how it step. happens and there's no, you don't have to think very much is what I'm saying is like, you don't have to think you do in the sense of like, to make sure that you're doing the practice correctly. Right. And then I guess what you're saying also too, is that you then get to know the woman. And so, but, it, but the practice doesn't really change. Correct. <laughs> yeah. It's unique I, in that sense. It is. Yeah. It is. So I'm, I'm, uh, it's, it's similar. Let's see. It's similar. Um, I think there's some kind of connection to, to the classes that, to the courses that we teach. Right. Because like, um, the woman and the man are learning different things. The 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 steps, as they call it, the mm-hmm. container, allows the allows both parties to relax into what's going to happen, right? Because she knows that it's not going to be oh, is it going to be fifteen minutes or an hour and a half? I don't know how long this is going to be going on. Mm-hmm. How can she relax, right? And the same thing for the guy. It like allows him the space to like, you know, oh. I can do this. I know I don't have to do this for like an hour, right. 15 minutes, we're done. Um, yeah. So, it, And I can do it again tomorrow. Correct. <laughs> so and we can do it again tomorrow. Right. Uh-huh. And um, oh, we learned, you learned so much from it. I mean. Well, so you felt like you learned one. I mean, you learned a lot about women, not only just anatomy and response and how they sort of um, maybe even just the way that um, – their heightened senses and things, but then like you said, how it all reacts, yeah. right? Like yeah. the whole, you're kind of learning for yourself, which, you know, this kind of comes full circle of like, we as men don't learn very much growing up. You know, we, right. we don't learn how to please a woman unless you have some, you know, really um, intelligent friends that have given right. you some sort of secret, or you, yeah. you know, your parents. If your father has, you know, sat you down and say, "Let me explain to you how you can do this," which you know, once in a while, there are parents that might do that, um, or you've read, or you've done something. So, you know, it's, I mean, the, that that part of it, I kind of want to jump into that a little bit more. Of, you know, where where do you find that most men learn about sex? Women. Mm. Like I, I know for me, it was probably, you know, talking to friends, mm-hmm. you know, maybe my, my dad sat me down and said, you know, Hey, make sure you protect yourself. But it, you know, as far as technique or, um, how to be sensual or intimacy, like none of that is explained. None of that. I mean, I grew up, I grew up Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my sex education was, I think in seventh grade. <laughs> yeah. And my, my parents probably signed a waiver. From the gym coach. From, well, I think it was actually a teacher, but yeah. like the waiver said that he can stay in the classroom. Cause I remember kids needed permission to stay in there. And they talked about, you know, penises and Vaginas, right? I don't think I get anything out of there except probably like you just realize that people awesome have different stuff. Yeah, and men stink, right? And 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 then the thumbs up, you're good to go, right? And and wherever that goes, I mean, some people got more education than that, some people less, but wherever that like thumbs up, you're ready to go shows up, we we as men think we're done. It's like okay, got it. I hold. I have the whole script. I have all the information. Thanks. Well, I want to be clear Where'd too. We're not even talking. I mean, you're talking more about intimacy versus actually just sex. I mean, so we're not. We're, yeah. we're we're talking much more than that. It's not just the act of sex, but even same in the same vein, we don't learn about 
intimacy really mm-hmm. at all, unless you've seen your parents be very loving and affectionate and all the different things that can combine about imp- intimacy. You really don't have any model or any information about that. You know, it's true. But for I had a lot of that myself. I, I had a lot of that because my parents are they're still married and they have a lot of connection and they have a lot of like um, care for each other. Okay. So in my marriage, like that was one thing I feel like I you really did have that. had a okay. lot. Of. We had a good friendship. We traveled a lot and we 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 got along. Um, so, so it was the sexual intimacy, essentially, then the con- that deep yeah. connection. Okay. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was. Oh, I'll just take the same level of like kindness and care and connection into the bedroom, and it should work. Right. That's what I was told. Here, you. This is the. This is what you need to know, and you be you be a good guy, and it's going to work. But and it didn't. I, no. <laughs> and so, like, I was always hoping it was going to work. But then going through these three years with one taste and I was a member and then I was a lineage holder and I taught other men, I'm like, oh my gosh, there was no way I was going to know what I needed to know <laughs> to have the, the sex that I wanted to have. Well, like, the sex that you wanted to have or the sex that you wanted to be able to please the other person as well i exactly. guess both yeah well and that's the trick that's yeah. the trick i mean because it's like the this being I good at sex is is often you know hey our pleasure really and or i mean our our partner really enjoyed it you know that's that. <laughs> right because i mean we can enjoy it very easily uh-huh but like you're saying you wanted something deeper and it, it really was about your partner being happy and satisfied and feeling intimate because as men, that's often what we want. I mean, we love the fact that they really enjoyed it. That's what we enjoy. So here's, here's, here's the kicker that I learned. Okay. It's through the practice of orgasm meditation. As I was stroking, I learned that I was feeling orgasm in my body, Mm -hmm. even though I wasn't actually laying down in that nest. Right. Okay. And then what happens is I realize, oh, my enjoyment and our enjoyment is coming through our mutual orgasm. So it's a kicker. Some guys might come into this thinking like, I want good sex for myself. Right. But if they really want the good sex, it's actually how do they create good sex, which is good, basically good orgasm, not just climax, but the whole energy. How do they create that? with their partner, for their partner. And we we can't do it if we don't know the mechanisms. We don't know how the thing runs. <laughs> right? <laughs> Got it. That's that's one key thing. Yeah. It's like... Well, I mean, a ton of men probably don't even understand anatomy. I mean, that's right. kind of step one. You know, the realize that like... No, that needs to be stimulated in order for her to orgasm and, and not realizing the parts that are connected and everything else. I mean, I, you know, I recall reading books when I was, you know, in my probably late 20s where yeah. I was like, oh, that, you know, and then I remember like because, yes, you've learned some of it, but you really didn't learn the fundamental like, hey, you right. this is how it functions, Right. You know, and so, yeah, that was so I think I mean, there's obviously a lot of problems with our education, um, uh-huh. you know, and I guess what I want to do is give people who are listening um, some education or some tips on what they can do to improve, because I uh-huh. certainly want to understand the story. OK, um, 
But what do you what do you see as some of the biggest challenges that men face? Because um, you're obviously like now you're teaching and mm-hmm. now you're coaching and doing that. What are men coming to you with? Is what are the challenges that they're facing? Um, I think that they don't. First of all, they don't understand why it's not working, and then they they're they're kind of in a bit of like a uh, uh, they're in a vulnerable spot, right? So most men don't recognize vulnerability as something useful or to learn from <laughs> to learn from or or even how to sit in it. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, uh, a lot of guys will go into like some kind of blame. Or it's her fault. Yeah, yeah. You know, blame it. Say, well, it's her. She. You're not, not dressing sexy enough. Yeah, you're, I have you've gained size. too much weight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Or they'll 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 just disconnect from it, mm-hmm. which I did a lot. I, or uh, cheat. Yeah. Yeah. Or look elsewhere yeah. to get some kind of ses- satisfaction. But like, um, that's the biggest challenge is for guys to face that vulnerability and start looking for a real answer. And then the problem is um, a lot of the things they've tried um, probably haven't helped for a long term. And so they've, they've kind of lost hope. Yeah, and, and hope in the sense of like they can't really trust what's going to come, you know. Yeah, I guess, you know, like you say, the, some of the things that they're trying is, is um, they're not understanding or this is what I'm, I'm asking the question, I guess, is yeah. they're not understanding why it's not working. Right. You know, um, and so those obstacles of like, well, I'm trying, like, you know, we're, we're doing this or I'm going out on a date night and I'm doing this or, right. but why is that not working? And so what, what is the piece or so pieces the, that are missing? So the first piece is, um, vulnerability. So, so bring your vulnerability. And does that literally mean just so we can clarify yeah. it, right? Literally mean? mean, I don't know what to do yes, and admitting it. Exactly. Okay. Coming up and say, hey. you, but no woman w- wants to hear that, or are they okay with hearing that? <laughs> Versus phrasing it a little differently. What would you like? You know, what would you like? Is that a you know? Yeah. I guess how would you phrase it? It's safer, but I would say, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. Wow. Hey, like, I I feel a desire to to be with you. That, see, and I would I would challenge it. That that's I mean, that's very hard for a man to do it for is. sure. It is. It is because um, it's basically as a man, like basically putting down our sword and like opening up our belly and saying, uh, but do you think it has to be a certain woman that's going to respond positively to that? I mean, if you're in a 15 year marriage, you have two kids and you come and say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. You might be in a better situation because you have trust and you have all these things versus yes. if you're a dating guy, uh-huh. you know, or you're recently divorced and you're in the dating pool or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, you're saying that to somebody that you've been dating for two months. Uh-huh. It might not go over as well. I think it would go over well. You do. But that's okay. No, I, I'm, 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 that's, you're here to challenge us. That's, yeah. I like it. I, mean, I do. I think it would go over really well. You do. Okay. Yeah. And, and to, try it guys. Report back. Right. Report back. <laughs> give us, give us a heads up. Um, my understanding from, from women and from my new wife now, I've been mm-hmm. married for a few years to Jenny is, um, that level of, uh, vulnerability. Um, they can feel that and they sense it and, and, Honestly, they're they're probably feeling the same thing. 
they're feeling like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing or I don't know what I'm doing or there's something off. And for men, like the hardest thing is like when something feels off, it's going well. We're just always all, all this momentum. It's like, wait, what was that? Everyone wants to be like, okay, let's just plow through it. But in that moment, something happened. Either she noticed something, maybe she remembered the kids, maybe um, something didn't feel so comfortable. Um, a, a, a trait that men bring that's so valuable is our infinite amount of patience and our acute sense of uh, attention. And so when a man shifts out of himself and starts to be able to put his attention on the woman, um, he can sense that. And so um, you can he can sense it. Versus and, he's just out for himself. He's he's now really in tune to what she's responding to and how she's feeling. Right. Okay. And then to say, you know what? I don't I don't know what 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 we want next year. Um, you know, it was feeling good and now it's not and I don't know what exactly to do. And then and then that can then she can share. Got it. Cuz um yeah. So do you actually teach you teach both technique as well as what the other word would be yeah emotional emotional intelligence maybe yeah yeah definitely like the first the first course there's a series of five courses we okay you know but like the first course is actually vulnerability and then the second course is technique got it and in technique we get into the details of like oh this is how the anatomy works this is what you can expect and all this and this is all just this is a group of men yeah it's all men men teaching men so i guess you know give me some insight is Guys talking very deeply and vulnerable, very vulnerable. Um, how do you find that goes over in a group of men? Because that's obviously something, you know, I, I can give you, I mean, it's not the same thing, but I was very spooked out when I was going to go to a grief court, a grief mm. uh, counseling session, and it was mm. all men. And my thought before going was, there's no way I'm getting that deep and that I'm not with a bunch of guys. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And after doing it and experiencing it, it was amazing. It was something where, I mean, I felt, you know, kindred, to, you know, I felt like these guys were my brothers and I felt very close to them. And I was like, wow, they're going through the same things I'm going through. It was an amazing experience. So I'm, I'm guessing yeah. that I mean, granted it's not the same thing, but, or is it? That's you know? the thing. No, it that's is. exactly it. Yeah. It's yeah. surprising though, because it was a challenge for me to accept that before doing it. Yeah. You know, where I'm like, I'm going to be in a group full of guys crying. Like, I, I don't think I can do that. Like, I don't know. I don't want to go to that. Yeah. You know, and then in the same vein, I could see like, wait a second, I'm going to talk. I mean, because guys, sure, guys will talk about sex, but yeah. I'm going to talk about how bad I am at it uh-huh. in front of all these people. Uh-huh. I don't know that I can do that. You know, uh-huh. that's, I could see the same, the same kind of situations happening with and people. You see how important that is to, yeah. to be able to be that vulnerable because like, like 10 guys all learned different things and they get in a room and they all like are unwilling to admit like what's working and what's not. And then they're all just like, well, I'm just going to stick with what I got because I'm too ashamed to like, right. Say that I can't do it. Say that I can't do it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that all the time. And then go look it up. Do you, do you do private teaching as well? I mean, Mm -hmm. so it's, it's, they can do it in a group, but if somebody wanted to do it privately, yeah, do I, I do uh, private coaching. It'd be a lot more expensive. You do it just with me. And like, I even tell guys, I'm like, look, I get it. You know, you want to do it with me so you don't have to be vulnerable. And we're teaching you 
There, There's yeah, value in other people there, probably. This <laughs> is how I think of the learning process, right? There's like the learning of the thing and then the experiencing of the thing. Yeah. And as you can learn about vulnerability, but if you come to the course, you're going to experience it. Got it. And the combina- combination is learning. Like you can walk around knowing how to swim, but until you get in the pool, you ain't swimming. Right. But if you jump in the pool without knowing how to swim, you're probably going to drown. <laughs> so, so, so you're this it's a good way of looking at. Yeah, yeah. you're going to go into your relationship and be vulnerable, right? Right. So um, that's that's what would come out of this. Let's say you, you go in your relationship and you're vulnerable and you're talking to your to your to your wife or your partner. Um, having been in this course, that experience will come up for you you'll say oh that's right this is the feeling I had when I was vulnerable in the class and I'm having the exact same feeling this is just me being vulnerable this is just me being me this is just me putting my guard down I can do that for my wife so you sort of you've created these courses is is it kind of the steps that you went through is that kind of I mean how did you come up with this idea okay you have five classes yeah. you, um because what I'm thinking is you know as I'm kind of thinking is like you know the other classes or other types of things that are out there some seem like they could I, I you know I don't know a lot of, of, yeah. of it, but the idea that they could be similar or are there also completely different philosophies like you said you read that book and that was yeah. like gung ho you know meanwhile there's a lot of people that believe that philosophy you totally. know and do it i don't know there's whether it works for artists, them yeah there's behavioralists yeah so i guess the question being is like there's obviously room for multiple different types of ideas yeah. but you obviously have this one kind of um you know, or these principles and that sort yeah. of works it worked for you. Well, so that's my engineering mind. So yeah. right? So like I did engineering and I got in there and I learned how like like transistors work in circuits, right? Um, this was like the same thing. Like I went in and experienced it and then when I got done I was like, Oh, that's what's going on. And then I write it down, I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. It was almost like it was given to me from my own experience. Yeah. Because like, the advice I'd give you guys is first, be vulnerable. Second, open up a book and start learning about how her anatomy works right. and what you need to know. Do you have you some recommendations for books that you could yeah. you know, potentially um, – you know. And we can put a link, you know, we can put a link in the show notes, maybe for some resources that some, some, there's one called like the, uh, woman's anatomy of arousal. Oh, really good. It's a big book, goes in a lot of detail, but it also has the emotional content. Some pictures. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) Guys don't like to read. They just want to like see the pictures and go And There's a big arrow. It says, you know, touch that. Touch that. (laughs) And, um, yeah. And then, and then. And then you have to get to the place of honesty. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really important. Um, to bring honesty into your relationship, both what you're feeling and, and, and willing to, like, share honestly with what she's sharing mm-hmm. and take honestly take responsibility for what's yours. And then um, and then there's a lot of elements of desire. Um, one Taste and Nicole Dedan discovered all these things about a woman's desire and how it works and interacts with a man. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, yeah. So, so, understand. well, guys, guys often think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, at least I know I did until I learned more mm-hmm. that, you know, that men just want it more than women do. Yeah. But the truth is, is that if women really enjoy it and like it, they want it just as much. Mm-hmm. Is that, do you find that that's probably the case? So the fact is, is that just, it's just not that good for the women in most cases. Um, I'm going to vulnerably say that like women, my woman, and so I think other women, uh, want it more than men. 
Yeah. Once it's good and once they understand or once they, I mean, because what, what they want is they want that level of intimacy and connection and that level of, uh, pleasure, which they know is available to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just uh, a question of finding somebody who knows. Yeah, exactly. Knows how to do it or well, is in, is in connection. One knows how them. to do it and also yeah. is willing to get that intimate. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and be that, because a woman has a huge range of emotions and they would like to have a man who is able to stand in that huge range of emotions. Another beautiful quality of men is that we have this huge ability to be strong and grounded and solid. And that is really useful to the feminine. So you don't do couples counseling or couples work, though. I will. I'll do couples coaching if a man wants to have coaching with his partner, but I won't just do women coaching. Um, I guess where I was going, what I was thinking is, you know, you're doing the coaching for a man and that's great. and, And the man learns all these techniques. How does a man determine if some of the issues that they're having mm-hmm. is on the wife's side right. and how to sort of help that, you know, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, whether she's not comfortable with her body, whether mm-hmm. um, she's just not attracted to him. Right. I mean, there's all kinds of things that can happen because it's, but it's very one sided that we're teaching the men, which is great. Yep. But then how does that then affect Right, the woman not sure. because maybe maybe she does have some other issues yeah, or I mean, have some things that you just can't. Women overcome. have a different level of capacity for for pleasure and and mm-hmm. different relationships with their desires. Um, there, there are probably things that every man can do to level up to where his partner is with before he really needs to start worrying about like her needing. Work. Got you it. You know what I'm saying? Got it. That's we're that case. far behind. That's is what my you're experience. Saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was that far behind. And and I, I sh- I'll tell you this: in the organization of um, One Taste, um, when it was around, you would see a lot of guys join the classes at the beginning. Um, but I stayed in like through so right. much and lineage and everything, and I had like four intensives with Nicole. And what you find is. Um, at that higher level, the ratio is like very few men, because the, the 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 masculine has a hard time like I don't know like adjusting or accepting some of the new things that are being taught, and so that's why I start with with these courses and they're just for men because we. we I don't want to be insulting, but it's almost like we collectively have to catch up. Got it. Mm-hmm. No, that's not insulting. I mean, I think it's it, it comes from the nature of just we just aren't taught. I mean, exactly. that's and, and like, that's no okay. Bad. You know, it's just, right? That's I mean, if you're sense. not, I mean, we we talk about you know our kids all the time, and obviously here at Dad University and dudes to dads, it's it's we talk about you know not getting upset with our children in such certain situations because all we're we're, we're teaching them you know mm-hmm. i mean that's our job is as a teacher and mm-hmm. as a coach rather than a parent and this idea that um you know, it's okay not to know everything, Right. you know, um, and, and especially for the kid and for the, for the child. And granted, we're, I'm not comparing the child to the, to your partner, <laughs> but in the sense that, you know, for yourself, if you don't know something, that's okay. 
you know, and it's the same way that we, we treat the children is like they're learning about it and it's okay not to know. And it's okay to, like you said, to be vulnerable and admit that you don't know. Yeah. And, and I also say this to guys, like, um, every coach that you go to, if you have a problem with someone else, they're going to say, then you have a problem with you. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause it's not going to give guys much hope. If I say you could have a better relationship if your wife changed and she right. did all these classes that and, and luckily that's not even true. The truth is that if, if a man makes a concerted effort to learn on his side and like, and up his game and like understand his part and, and modify his behavior and his thoughts, then um, he'll be able to bring better intimacy and better sex into the relationship. His partner will most likely respond. Do you find that vice versa, that's not as possible? That's not, or it's much more difficult? Yeah. Meaning if a woman, it's harder for the woman to bring the man out, you know, and for him to understand, like to him to learn that stuff. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. like you said, they're already ahead and where it's obviously not working. It's like, it's <laughs> almost like biologically they have the, the um, it, it'd be like, um, I don't know if this is necessarily true, but it's like uh, a man can have his peak experience when they're having sex and her, his peak experience might be her like one quarter experience. Right. Right. So not that she doesn't like having her one quarter experience, but she also has a much higher range. Yeah. I mean, if we go one to 10, maybe they go one to 100 even. And so the incentive for a man to uh, get in there and go higher, it, he doesn't think it's there because he's thinking he's one to a 10. But what men can find out if they if they do the long game right and and i do five courses and straight in their advancement and it's a, a longer game even than that but a man can realize that he can go to you know one to 20 one to 30 one to 50 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would settle for one to 15 <laughs> boom just up it turn the dial up a little higher no that's cool um any anything else i mean it, it, you know you have these courses if somebody wanted to get uh, you know in touch mm -hmm. with you um or is interested in the courses or coaching or such what what is the best way to get a hold of you uh spiresman.com s-p-i-r-e-s-m-a-n m-a-n yeah it's okay uh so spiresman.com there's links in there to see the courses and there's better descriptions in there and um also, we have a, a mentoring program. Okay. So it's kind of like both like the int intro for somebody. It's like a small subscription fee of like $50 a month right now. And you get um, to get on a call with, with me right now or one of our other mentors as they're getting trained. And, um, this and is a fairly of, new company for you. So, I mean, you were doing the training and you're starting this. Really this is, new. Yeah. yeah. I'm just That's bringing awesome. it all up myself. That's awesome. So the mentoring program is really great. We'll even give um, your callers like a couple calls free. Or your your listeners, not yeah. callers. <laughs> but yeah, give, um, so that um, yeah, yeah. So tell them, tell them, you know, uh, dudes to dads or dad university sent you, and yeah, you can get get some extra stuff for it. That'd exactly. be great. I'll That'd make cool. a I'll make a coupon code or something. <laughs> Use it cool. for 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 cheaper access. No, that's that's great. Um, and so and just start start talking, have the conversation, call for yourself, ask your questions, and. Yeah. Got it. No, and I think we'll put some other resources. Like I said, if there's some reading materials or some other things that people can learn, we definitely, you know, we'll put that there. Um, 
No, that's great. I mean, I think cool. that's good information. Alan, did you have any questions? I know we've you're you were listening intently. <laughs> yeah, no, everything sounds really good. Um, the reason why I'm kind of quiet because the microphone's a certain way. But um, but yeah, this is really great stuff. And I would like to actually look at your your website and see how uh, you're interacting with that. I think it's a really good vibe here. Um, should we do our? Yeah, I mean, if people have questions or comments, yeah. I mean, what should they do? They should actually email us, podcast at daduniversity.com. And they can also hit us up on Twitter, uh, Dad University. Facebook is Dad University. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much all the channels, yeah. right? Uh, YouTube, of course, Dad University. Everything's Dad University. And if you see us uh, on Deuce to Dads or Dad University on the podcatcher that you'd be listening to on, uh, please leave a five-star review. That's going to be on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, if we get on there at some point, and um, more importantly, Stitcher in Apple Podcasts and we appreciate the reviews and uh, maybe some questions for our guest. Uh, yeah. That would be really great if you could relay that to him. Maybe go back on we can do a Q&A or something. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, we'll put you know links to, to Joe's website and like I said some of the resources in the show notes um, that we do on the website. So they can go to daduniversity.com and yeah. see that. Um, it is episode 210. The yeah. art of good sex. So, right with that, Joe, thank you for for coming out and and hanging out with us for a bit. I appreciate that and dropping some knowledge. We thank love you that. so much, you guys. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's so neat to be in here talking with you face to face, and I really appreciate what you guys do for for dads. You That's know, awesome. Me being a dad myself. So great. Well, Alan, on behalf of Joe and Alan, thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.